Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey guys, and welcome back to Paranormal Thoughts Podcast, and as always, thanks for joining me. Today I've got a bit of a conspiracy theory for you. Haven't done a lot of these, but I think people definitely seem to enjoy them, and I think they are always just a bit of fun, especially if they actually do have some interesting points to them. There's definitely a lot of theories out there which I wouldn't touch, just because I don't think there is enough interesting evidence that you could actually consider it to be actually a truthful thing, so... But this one we're looking at today is the Titanic, the ship that never sunk. This is definitely not a new theory. Uh, There was a book written about this in the late 90s. It's definitely gone around the internet a fair bit as well in the last couple of years. I think I've known about it for about two years now. And when I came across it, just that title, you know, the Titanic, the ship that never sunk. I think it kind of gives off the wrong idea off the bat about what the topic's actually about. Because obviously you read that and go, no, well, no, we know for a fact a ship sunk. It's at the bottom of the Atlantic. People have gone and filmed images of the ship there. So what are you talking about? We're going to go into all the points that I've sort of come across that I think have some weight in this argument. Before I say any more, definitely jump onto the WordPress blog, paranormalthoughtspodcast.wordpress.com. I'll put up some images and some links to go check out some more information after you listen to the podcast. So the theory that the Titanic never sunk, that it was actually its sister ship, the Olympic. The main reason for this conspiracy is pretty much insurance fraud. That's exactly what this theory is based around, is probably the biggest insurance fraud claim of history. It's interesting when money comes into conspiracy theory because, as we know, powerful people with a lot of money are willing to go pretty far in order to keep that money and to continue to make money and not lose money. So the Titanic was the world's most luxurious cruise liner of the time, and on its maiden voyage, it sunk early in the morning on April 15th, 1912, from striking an iceberg. Within three hours of it striking an iceberg, It sunk to the bottom of the ocean, killing 1,500 people of its 2,224 passengers on board. Now, the Titanic could actually hold a lot more passengers than this amount. It was probably about half full when it left on its maiden voyage, which is pretty odd because at the time, 
leaving from Liverpool, going all the way to New York, it was a very in-demand trip. The ship definitely wasn't at capacity by any means, which kind of is an interesting idea when you start to look into the theory a little bit as well. So the Titanic was one of three ocean liners that were built around the early 1900s by Harland and Wolf shipyards in Belfast. The first ship was the Olympic, the second ship was the Titanic, and the third ship, the Britannic. So the Olympic was in operation for about a year before the Titanic's completion, and the Olympic definitely ran into some issues due to piloting of the ship. Within months of the Olympics launch in 1911, it had two serious collisions, one actually with the Navy cruiser, the HMS Hawk. And when this collision occurred, it actually caused some serious structural damage to the ship to the point where it wasn't really going to be financially fit to actually fix the ship at that time. It was pretty much just going to be a write-off. And I suppose normally that wouldn't be an issue, right? That's why we have insurance. You know, you have an accident, you get your claim. But because it was actually a Royal Navy cruiser, the Navy got involved and actually did an investigation. And even though people who claim to have witnessed the actual collision say that it wasn't the RMS Olympics fault, the Navy came back and blamed the Olympic for the accident. So the insurance companies didn't have to pay out. Bit of a struggle here. They've just spent about 10 million US dollars back in 1911 which equals to quite a different amount now. And then their ship is in quite a bit of a bit of a pickle here. The Olympics keel and steel beams were pretty damaged. So what they ended up doing was they brought her back to Belfast, patched her up a little bit, and set her back out into the ocean. And not long after that, one of her propellers actually became broken. At this time, the Titanic was still being constructed, so they actually grabbed one of the Titanic's propellers and put it on the Olympic so it could still be in operation. And that propeller was marked with the number 401. And if you actually look at the shipwreck of the Titanic, on the propeller, it does look like there is a number 401, which would make sense, but the propeller was switched over to the Olympic. So obviously they would have fitted the Titanic with a new propeller. They wouldn't then take it off the Olympic, which was still an operational use, to then put it on a brand new ship, obviously. So that's something that's a bit interesting as well. The Olympic wasn't in good shape by any means, and that has a lot to do with the captain of that ship, Edward J. Smith. So apparently he was a bit of a hotshot. He would drive the cruise liners as if they were speedboats. He's had quite a couple of run-ins even before the Olympic as well. And this might be something interesting for you to note as well. He was the captain on the Titanic's maiden voyage. So why was the man who was responsible for all this damage on the sister ship then put in charge of the brand new luxurious Titanic? So the Olympic is in a pretty bad shape. Insurance isn't going to pay it off. They have a brand new ship that's near completion. They're losing money, of course, every day that the Olympic is in the docks. So the theory is that the ships were swapped, the Olympic and the Titanic. The plan was to swap the two ships, send the Olympic out as the Titanic, sink the ship out in the ocean. No one could really be at fault. Would get the insurance claim, then be able to make their money back, and then, of course, they have the brand new, what was the Titanic, but is now called the Olympic, back in Belfast, ready to start work. The biggest argument is, why would they put people's lives in danger for money? Well, because there was obviously a plan that they would be able to rescue all of those passengers. Who would they get to pilot 
the Titanic. Of course, Edward J. Smith, the man who is responsible for all the damage on the Olympic. How many people would really have to be involved in this form of insurance fraud? And that's where it's a bit interesting because it's hard to say. The captain, of course, very few crew. People operating directly under the captain would obviously have to know if their course is to potentially crash into an iceberg. There's a few people have to be in on that. Obviously, the owners of the cruise liners. Other than that, not a ton of people. There's theories that they also got the government in on it after the ship sunk, that they went high up even to the prime minister at the time and said, you have to go along with this because there's so much money invested in the cruise liners. And then if this gets out, it's going to really hurt the industry. And it kind of has that domino effect that can do a lot more damage than what they could kind of foresee. If you're going to do insurance fraud over 100 years ago, it's going to be a lot easier than it is now. There's very few cameras. There's only one video of the Titanic actually in port. So there wasn't really public poking around looking at the ships and there's no real photographic evidence What is said to have happened is the weekend before the Titanic went out is that they switched all the nameplates, switched to anything that would have said Olympic to Titanic. And apparently there isn't a ton of things that were actually branded with the ship's name. So it wouldn't have taken very long to actually go through and just swap out any of those items. So let's get into a couple of the points that go along with the theory. Big thing is portholes. So the Olympic had 16 portholes down the front and the Titanic had 14. And then when you look at a picture of the Titanic in the dry dock in Belfast, you see that it does have 14 portholes. And then when it's out in port on the day that it set sail for its voyage, it had 16. Probably could have just added two portholes for whatever reason. But it's definitely something that doesn't quite add up with a picture before hand and after. There's another point as well with the windows. So the Olympic had windows that weren't spaced evenly across the top of the ship and the Titanic had windows that were spaced evenly. And then when you look at the before and after once again is that the windows on the Titanic suddenly become unevenly spaced. So this is something I had to look up. So list to port, that pretty much means if the ship has an uneven weight balance, the ship will either lean to port side or to starboard side. The other thing that can do this as well is if the ship has some sort of damage to the hulls. A man who was on the Titanic and survived at Lawrence Beasley, who was a second-class passenger, later said that the Titanic actually had a list to port and the Olympic had a two-degree list to port from the damage that happened from the Royal Navy cruiser that collided with them. Supposedly, the Titanic had a similar lean to the port side, just like its sister ship, the Olympic, that had that damage. And Lawrence Beasley was actually a science teacher, so he was a reliable observer. At this time as well, there was a nationwide coal strike. There was a lot of people out of work. When the Titanic was looking for crew to do its maiden voyage, a lot of people were turning down the offer. People just didn't want to work on the Titanic as if there was something, almost like a rumour going around that it wasn't going to be a good ship to work on by any means. Something negative, something bad was going to happen. There was a bunch of last-minute cancellations as well. So JP Morgan, who was a owner of the Titanic, Olympic and so on, actually cancelled his trip due to sickness a few days before the departure. But the day the Titanic sunk, he was actually seen in France with his mistress on a holiday. And some people who were quite close to him, who were very wealthy public figures, also cancelled not long before the Titanic's maiden voyage. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I think... This next point is something that's very hard to dismiss and not a lot of people touch on it when they argue that the conspiracy theory is just that, a conspiracy. The SS Californian, so this was a ship owned by JP Morgan as well. It was another cruise liner that was in operation a little bit before the Olympic and Titanic came along. It was blamed for the loss of life when the Titanic sunk because it was about 19 miles from where the Titanic struck the iceberg and they didn't come to the rescue. Cruise liners were in high demand at this time, people lining up very keen to go to America. As I said, the Titanic was only half full. A few days before the Titanic's maiden voyage, the SS Californian left carrying no passengers and only a cargo of 3,000 woolen blankets and jumpers. So why was the entire cruise liner built to transport people was only transporting blankets and jumpers? And then it didn't even make it to its destination. It sat in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, 19 miles from where the Titanic sunk. And I believe it would have been closer to if there wasn't some miscommunication with exactly where the SS California was sitting and where the Titanic was also sinking. They claim that there was a lot of icebergs that night and it was too hard to navigate through the ice field. So the SS California decided to just stop the ship in the middle of the night and sleep there until morning. But this is what's interesting too, is that these ships were were quite big and they shouldn't really have had any issue navigating through areas where there was a lot of ice. 
you'd be able to see an iceberg big enough to sink a ship from quite some distance away. How did the Titanic not avoid this iceberg? Because there was claims that it was a clear night and they said it was misty. But at the same time, they would have been able to see the size of the iceberg. They should have been able to see the iceberg regardless. The Titanic had a turning radius that would have been able to avoid it. It's almost as if the way they went about avoiding it was more of a plot to actually hit the iceberg. So was the SS Californian set out into the middle of the Atlantic to wait for the Titanic? I think potentially yes, because it seems to line up perfectly. And the fact that, and this is where it gets interesting too, so why didn't the Californian come to the rescue? Well, it's because there was another boat out there that night and it's claimed to have been doing illegal activity, seal fishing or something around around that sort of line. And they were actually setting off flares that night and so was the Titanic. This illegal boat was closer to the California and they were setting off, I believe it was white flares. And that apparently might have had to do with the fishermen who were out uh, in smaller boats. The flares might have been for them to come back to the illegal boat for them to leave or what have you. So the Californian was watching these white flares, but the Titanic's emergency flares were red, white and blue. And the Californian wasn't seeing that, so they were thinking, well, that's not our ship. The Titanic was off course, and they just weren't sitting in the right position to actually go about doing the rescue. So by the time the Californian thought, this doesn't seem right, and they decided to steam off and look for the Titanic, it was too late. The ship had sunk, and as I said, those 1,500 people had already drowned. That was their plan, and that's why people weren't too worried who were in on it because the Californian was out there in the middle of the ocean ready for the Titanic to sink and ready for the rescue. But that didn't go quite to plan. And I think that has to do with the timeline as well because I think it was two hours before any lifeboat was put into the water after striking the iceberg, which seems like quite a long amount of time because if the plan was to obviously sink the boat, you would think they would be very keen to get people off you know, safely. But in the back of their mind, they're thinking the US Californian is coming for us. We'll be here, you know, very shortly. We won't even need to do that. We can just get people off this boat onto that boat. And obviously, as time went on and the boat wasn't coming, I think that's when panic arose. And that's when fear actually sunk in of we're actually going to have to do emergency departure. Going back to the wreck of the Titanic, so I mentioned the propeller blades having the original Titanic's blades, even though that should have been on the Olympic. There's also what appears to be a letter P and M on the side of the wreck. That could be the word Olympic that was covered up as part of the switch. So it could have been the original etched-in nameplate that was later replaced with the Titanic's new plate. There's also the wreck shows an undercoat of grey paint, but the Titanic didn't use an undercoat grey paint. The Titanic actually used a black undercoat paint. Those are kind of the main points. So the White Star Company owned a bunch of ships. One of their luxurious cruise liners got into quite a bit of damage. Insurance wasn't paying out, wasn't looking too good, have a brand new ship sitting there, which is about to go out, swap the two ships, sink the one that's already unfixable, get the insurance money, which they did. They got the money that it cost them to build the Titanic, which was a more expensive ship than the Olympic, and then some as well, and then go about their business, earning more money, sending out ships, so on. 
Hisson points to go against the theory that the Titanic never sunk. Them sinking a ship would do a lot of damage to the name of the company. Aeroplanes weren't doing commercial flights. This was your only option. So at the same time, sure, you sink a ship and it doesn't look good, but at the same time, people are still stuck with taking cruise liners across the ocean to get to their destination. That's the only way at this time. So it's probably the thing of, sure, we might have a little bit of a, an issue here, but at the end of the day people are still going to need boats because the first commercial flight across the Atlantic wasn't until 1919. There's another argument of saying it's pretty hard to sink a ship, right? How could they have gone out there and perfectly done the manoeuvre, finding an iceberg big enough to sink the ship and so on and so forth? Anyone who knows anything about boats would know that the biggest fear would be a fire at sea. But there's actually an argument that there was a fire burning in one of the boilers and had been for quite some days. No one was doing anything about it. They kept it really quiet. So if that's the case, what fire does to steel over time is it, it weakens it by 75% or so. so. It does really weaken the the material that the ship was made out of. So if this fire was burning quite some time and then the iceberg hit the ship along that area where the ship would have been weakened, it would have had a much better opportunity of the iceberg doing what they were hoping and sink the ship. Or potentially the fire was even a plan B, so if they couldn't sink the ship, that they could have had a fire at sea and go down that sort of route as well, so I'm not sure. It's definitely an interesting theory. When I took first glance at it, I kind of didn't believe it, but then when I got into the idea of that it's a big insurance fraud, it becomes a little bit more interesting because... People do insurance fraud all the time, you know, and 100 years ago, it would have been a lot easier to get away with as well, even though it's on a really big scale, of course, and we're talking really big money back then and, you know, of course, today. So, And obviously, they didn't really have a risk if they had powerful people who could get behind them to kind of make sure it was going to work and obviously having the plan that no one was actually going to die, that everyone would come back safe and it wouldn't be too much of an issue. You get your money the ship that was unsinkable is at the bottom of the ocean now. Everything's kind of sorted. But, of course, it's pretty, you can still say it's pretty far-fetched, and it kind of is, you know, but at the same time, there's weirder things, um, more out there kind of things that we also (laughs) kind of can get behind as well. But I think the biggest thing is why would the captain who has destroyed this other sister ship is now also in charge of the Titanic That doesn't make any sense by any means at all to me. Sure, it's one of the more plausible theories. And as I said, I don't really like to get too much into conspiracy theories that seem to have holes and really big gaps. And this one obviously still has its holes, but I definitely think there's something to it. And it is one of those really interesting things that makes you think, well, what if? Let me know what you think. Do you think that the Titanic didn't actually sink and it was its sister ship, the Olympic, and it was all a big plan to pretty much bank in on insurance? I'm still on the fence, but I definitely think there's some interesting points regardless. And at the end of the day, it's a pretty interesting... Conspiracy theories are a bunch of fun as well. So, And like this one where there is some interesting points, makes it all the more fun as well. So thank you for listening to this episode. I have a new episode coming out every fortnight. So if you enjoy this episode, any of the previous episodes, feel free to like, subscribe, follow, depending on your platform. It will give you different options of how to do that. Jump over onto the blog as well. All the links for everything are in the description of this podcast. Thanks again, everyone. I'll catch you in another episode soon. Bye.
planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.